Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about when life gets a little overwhelming. We've all had those moments, those days where you get up and You're so booked and overloaded that you don't even want to think about your day. You don't even want to get out of bed because you just know you have so much going on. And the start of the school year can be very much like that for teachers. Um, Any teachers who are listening know that the start of the school year, it brings excitement because you have a new school year and there's a new chance to make connections with students. There are a lot of great opportunities However, the start of the school year is also a time when you have to attend meeting after meeting after meeting, it seems like, to ensure that proper procedures are being met. And when you're a new teacher, so I'm speaking to my newbies out there, you know, you just want to get in your classroom and get to work and you really want to get everything ready and prepared for the kiddos. Yet it's like, okay, you have to you know, attend these new teacher trainings and new teacher meetings and you have to meet with your mentor and you have to figure out what's going on. So on top of establishing classroom routines and getting to know your kids and planning awesome and exciting lessons, you also have to get together with everyone in the building to learn all about what the building has to offer and who does what at the building. So some of you may have picked up from my voice that I've been a little tired and stressed lately. And um, much of it is really just due to being in a new building. And I have to say that I absolutely love the drive. It's amazing. And the kids are amazing and everyone on the staff has been amazing so far. But it's just that getting into the whole routine. And I don't know who does what yet. It's that whole thing. So I'm constantly trying to figure out who do I need to address something to. Or, you know, they'll send me emails. You need to do this. It's just no big deal. But on top of that, we got a list of training videos that we have to watch. And I am not kidding you when I say that I got 15 emails for 15 different trainings that I have to complete within the school year, and I have a year to do it, but I know myself, if I don't do this right away, I'll forget about it, and they're so boring. Oh my gosh, and I hate to say that, but whoever came up with these videos definitely was not in education because they do not know how to create videos that even keep your attention, and they only made the videos a few minutes long, like, But that's more annoying, really, than anything, is that you have to keep clicking through these videos and watching the two-minute snippets and then answer, like, a question or two. Sometimes there's no question, but you have to go to the next page, and it's just, oh my gosh, it's mind-numbing. And it's over various different topics, like ADD, ADHD, if you're a mandated reporter, asthma, allergies, like anything that you need to deal with in your classroom. And I get that we need trainings for these kinds of things, but also we're not stupid. And to me, you know, I don't need to watch 
a video about allergies every year. Like, it was pretty simple. It was pretty cut and dry. Once is enough for me. I remember the information. It's pretty much common sense anyway. So it's just different things like that. And I remember when we worked in Missouri or when I worked in Missouri that we did have a couple of mandatory videos we had to watch. We did not have to watch 15 mandatory videos. And they were longer and less. I don't know. It just, that was annoying then too. But now I appreciate the fact that we didn't have 15 different things to watch and to do. And anyway, when all of those little mundane, trivial things seem to pile up, it's like you can feel your energy just being sucked out of you. And that's just kind of how I felt today. I even said to someone, like, I don't feel like doing anything else today. But I knew that this is not the attitude that I should have, you know, and when you start to feel this way, it's so super important for you to, number one, recognize that you're feeling that way because it's normal. Everybody has days where they just feel like they can't even possibly do one more thing or go any farther. And I talk about self-care and how important it is. And it is important. It's so important. One of the things that you can do for self-care, of course, is to try to ground yourself and to call back your energy that you've given out throughout the day. And one of the ways you can do that is to envision your own energy coming back down into you. I always envision that the energy is coming from source. That source is sending the most pure divine white light, whatever color light, it doesn't matter. Sometimes it's golden through my entire body washing me away of any negative energies that I may have picked up on. And, uh, you know, there's another shower meditation you can do. So if you're a person who likes to take showers in the evening, this would be a good little meditation for you to do to kind of cleanse you of anything they picked up on during the day that isn't serving you. And what you do is when you're in the shower, You imagine that the water that is hitting you, it is cleansing you of anything that you picked on that up on during the day that isn't serving you in any low vibrational energy and it's just washing it away and you envision it going down the drain. So that's another powerful, it's all about visualization really, but another powerful thing that you can do. And so I think it's really important to call back your energy from the day. And I always do that before bed, but sometimes it's important to do that several times during the day. Like if I'm doing sessions, healing sessions with people, I'll do it before and after. And if I'm just having a day where if I've had a bad class, last year I had a particularly boisterous group in my fifth hour. And I would sometimes have to call back my energy after that class because they were just exhausting. And so You just envision, again, that source is sending down energy down through you and you all around you, filling you back up and envision this light and it can be any color you want. And this, you can do this any way you want. There's no wrong way. It's whatever feels right to you, but you envision the light coming down into the top of your head and going all the way down through your body. And if, if you want to even envision that as this light's going down through your body, you see like grunge and grime. Like sometimes I think of like dark particles 
being cleansed of my body and out through the bottoms of my feet and then into Mother Earth for that grounding where it picks up even more healing energy and going back up through and out through the top of my head again. And it's so important to protect your energy, but it's also important for you to have people that you can go to when things are happening. I can't really get into specifics, but um, I've been having issues lately with, um, you know, I talked about my kids having anxiety and panic attacks, and I'm sort of learning now even more about why that's happening, and it has to do with dealing with their dad, and that's really difficult, and so it's been kind of a difficult few days for me. And so for me, not only is it the start of school and things are complicated and I've got all of this going on and I have 15 videos I have to watch, but I'm also dealing with family stuff too, which is very, very draining for me. Um, Being a single parent and feeling like you're solely responsible for what happens in your kids' lives, even though I know and I know in my heart of hearts that I'm not solely responsible but that's how I feel. It's a heavy burden sometimes. And it's something I would never trade because I'm glad that I have them and that I get to experience the joys with them. And I absolutely love teaching where they go to school. I took a picture today. They come into my room when they have lunch and they eat lunch in my room together. And it is the best. Like, I love it. I absolutely love that I'm there and they're there. And it's amazing. And so that's awesome. And I realize how much I've actually missed out on having to leave to go to work before they even got out of bed in the morning. Like I didn't even get to start their day off right, you know, to say, I love you, have a good day. Instead, they had to do that on their own because I wasn't there. And now I get to not only wake them up and make sure they get up and say, have a good day, but I get to see them throughout their day, which is awesome. But when you have... All of these things that just pile up on you and it just feels like you just can't go on. It's important that you have people that you can fall back on. Because those are the people who are going to get you through this. And you know what? Sometimes those people are not even your biological family. Many of us are lucky that we have people in our lives, in our family, that we can count on, that we can talk to. But there are so many people out there who don't, or they have family, but they feel like if they were to share their burdens with their family, their family wouldn't understand, or would just brush it off, or they don't have time for them, or whatever else, or they give them advice they don't need. Sometimes you don't want advice, you just want somebody to listen. And it's important to have those people in your life. And if you aren't lucky enough to have family who can do that for you, it's important to have a tribe that you can fall back on. And they can be your friends. They can be your coworkers. And sometimes they're just people that you happen to meet, that you cross paths. And it's incredible that you can connect with people even when you're not in the same place. And it can cross miles, and it does not matter. But those people just 
know you and connect with you. And it's like whenever you're feeling down, all of a sudden they will just lift you up and you never even said anything to them necessarily. They just know. And I feel very fortunate because I have a lot of listeners who are amazing. And I don't even have to tell them like, hey, I'm struggling or, you know, this is going on. It just seems like they just know. And they don't even actually know anything's going on. Some of them, some of them do. But some of them just know that something's going on or or like, hey, I feel like I should send her some kind of a note to, you know, say, hope you're doing well. And, and it's so cool that that happens because it's like exactly whenever I needed to be uplifted, these, I call them angels in my life, just send messages and show up. And it's even people who just say, hey, thank you for what you do. Like, you don't even know how much that really means to me because it means that that what I'm doing isn't in vain and that it makes a difference. And we all need to feel like we make a difference. And you do make a difference in people's lives. And when you have tribe and they make a difference in your life, it's important to really let them know that. So... I'm not going to call people out by name because they don't want to embarrass them, but they know who they are and they're part of my tribe and I appreciate that so much. And I hope that you have people in your tribe who will do those things for you. And if not, you need to definitely find people who will. And, you know, be those people for others too. That person that someone just calls you and says, hey, I'm not doing okay. Um, I need help, but I don't need advice. I just need somebody to talk to. Be that person for them, you know, because it's important for all of us to have that kind of person in our lives. We need our tribe and we need to take care of ourselves. And part of taking care of ourselves is the emotional part, taking care of our emotional needs as well. So when you have days where everything just seems to be crashing down on you, It's so important for you to find the people you can go to, that you can talk to, who can make it better for you. And I'm very lucky that I have people like that in my life. I have a lot of people that if I'm having a bad day, I know I can send them a text and just let them know what's going on. And they know exactly what to say to make it better. And it's not always giving advice. Sometimes it's simply saying, I understand. And someone understanding what you're going through goes a long way. But it is so important that you are taking care of yourself emotionally. Because when life gets hectic, and it will, that's life. That's what happens. We can't always control what happens to us. But we can control how we react We can control whether or not we allow it to ruin our day or our evening. We can control whether or not we go and ask someone for help and say, look, this is what's happening and I don't know what to do and I don't know where to turn. And sometimes that's turning to our spiritual team. Sometimes it's just putting your hands up and saying, look, I surrender. I'm not resisting. I know that I am in need of help and I don't even know how this can be resolved. I don't know what kind of help I need. I just know I need the help. And your spiritual team is there. 
they're ready to step in. It's like, I can just picture your spiritual team. If you imagine like, I mean, I'm not a huge boxing fan, but I think about the movie Rocky or any of those other boxing movies that you see where you've got someone in your corner who's waiting in the wings to rub shoulders, spray water in your mouth, wipe your forehead. It's like we have a whole spiritual team who are waiting for us to tag them in, to come and help us. Or if you're a racing fan, a pit crew, whatever, we have somebody waiting there, like a whole team of people who are watching us struggle sometimes going, I really wish that this person would ask for help because we're, we're waiting, like we're ready, we're ready to go in. But she hasn't tagged us or he hasn't called us. They haven't said they needed us. And the thing is that our team cannot simply step in to help out. They can't interfere because we have free will. We have free will, and I'm sure that drives them insane sometimes because they probably look at us like floundering fish going, oh my gosh, what are they doing? What are they doing? They're not asking for help, and here we are. We're ready to go. I've got the equipment. I'm ready to go dab their forehead, give them water, give them a pep talk, and yet they're not calling us in. So sometimes it's simply giving up control. You know, we feel like we have to have all the answers. We feel like we have to know every single second what to do, how to fix everything. I know that's going to resonate with some of you. You're fixers. I have to step in and fix this. And sometimes the universe is saying, no, you don't. You can't fix it. That's part of the lesson is you can't fix it. Part of the lesson is in giving up control and knowing that you can't, you can't do anything to fix it, but we can, we can intervene. We can step in there. We can help you. We can give you guidance, but you are so stubborn. You won't ask. And I'm sure there are days that my team sits there and just looks at me like, what the hell? Like, seriously, girl, we're over here waving all these flags like, hello, we're ready to go in. And you're just sitting there looking at us like, like, I know I can feel their presence sometimes. Does that not make me stubborn? No. Yeah, I'm still stubborn. I'll still flounder and try to fix my way through something before I like realize or remember, hey, I need to stop what I'm doing and ask for help because I am, I don't know what I am other than people will tell you, I guess I'm a Taurus, so I'm stubborn. I don't know. But there are so many times in life when I will spend so much time wasting time trying to figure something out. And the moment that I realize that I can't do it by myself, like this isn't going to work. And I stop and I give up control and I take a breath and I just talk to my team. And some people, you know, I've, some people have said like, oh, you know what? I don't really like to pray because I don't even know what to say. And you know what? That doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong. There's no format. 
You don't have to pray like they do in church. This is a conversation between you and your team, and it's authentically you. You decide what you want to say. And if you feel like you want to talk like you're talking to your best friend, do it. If that feels natural to you, if that feels right to you, do it. They really are on your side. They are like having a best friend. And you can ask so many things. I've said to my team before, I've simply said, I don't know what to do. I feel like quitting. I feel like giving up. Nothing I do is right. And I don't know what to do in this situation. I've honestly said that. And I'll say, I don't know what's best for me. And I know I don't know. And I know that you know the big picture. You know what's happening. You know what to do. I don't know, and I don't know what to do next, and I don't know how to proceed, and I just don't know. And it's very scary and vulnerable to be in a place where you just throw your hands up and say, I don't know. To admit that you don't know what you're doing, and you don't know how things are going to work out, and you don't know what you should do next, that is the ultimate scary place But that is the place where you are going to find your victory because that is the place, that is the place of total and complete surrender. And it's from that point that we stop resisting. We stop fighting it and we start owning up to the truth and owning up to who we are, which is human and less than perfect and not having all of the answers and not always knowing which way to go. And there's something very real and raw and humbling about that. And not a lot of people, not a lot of people get to that point because it's, that's a very vulnerable place. And like I said, it's scary. But when you get to that point where you just want to throw your hands up and say, okay, God, my way isn't working. Show me the way that's when miracles start showing up. That's when amazing things start happening. And sometimes, as hard as it seems, it's so hard to understand why we have to get to that place, but we have to get to that place sometimes. We have to get to the place where we're willing to let go of control because most of us have to control everything in our lives. And that's our egos, that's ego, saying if you don't have control, everything's going to go wrong. you got to have control over that. And the universe says, no, you don't. In fact, the more you try to control situations, the more you resist, the farther away you're getting from what you want. And the universe says, as difficult as this might be to understand, the more you surrender and let go, the easier and the faster what you want to see in your life will start rolling in. And it's because we're coming from that vibrational place of trust and knowing that we're co-creating with the universe. It's when we have to control everything and, you know, that's fear. That's absolutely what that is. That's fear. That's doubt saying, I don't know if this is going to work out. That's doubt. And you know what? The most 
horrible things can happen to you in your life. And when you can still stay in a place of peace and calm and say, you know what? I'm, I'm covered. I'm okay. The universe has my back. This is going to be okay. This is not a big deal. Like, we'll recover from this. But when you are in a place of total fear and trying to control it and saying, I can't help and I don't know what to do and I'm frustrated and I need to know what to do and where to go and what the answer is and when this is going to get better and what I should do next. When you're in that place, you're in fear. You're in fear and panic mode. And that's when we start making mistakes. We start making decisions that aren't for our highest good. And it just seems like everything gets harder. Because the universe is saying, let go. Let go. I remember whenever I was a department chair at my old school, we went to a training and we did some rock climbing. And of course it was indoor, but it was pretty high. Like we got to the very top and the guy said, okay, you just need to let go and you'll fall backwards. And he's like, I know that seems difficult because you have to trust, but fall backwards. And if you do, you'll be fine. And I watched several people go up before me and the ones who didn't trust, like they started to fall back and then they panicked and they started to grab for things. Their line kind of got tangled and they were like spinning and doing weird things and then they would like fall and not have control. And the ones who just fell back and tried not to resist it, like just easily glid down. I don't know, is that a word, glid? But they were gliding down the mountains, not an actual mountain obviously, but they were gliding down and it just seemed natural and they landed on their feet. So when I got up there, I had seen all of these people do that. And I thought, okay, this is going to be hard because the trust fall thing, especially with having an older brother who said, fall back, I'll catch you, and then didn't. Like, this is going to be hard. But I saw what happened when the people resisted. Their descent was not smooth. They were twisting all over the place, and they didn't land on their feet. So as much as I want to have control, I know I have to let go. I just have to let go and I have to fall back. So I did. And when I did, at first it was a little scary the first couple of seconds, but then it wasn't fast. It was just a slow descent and I landed on my feet. And that's the visual I get when I think about letting go and letting God. When you let go of control, of how everything has to turn out and you just let the universe do its thing and say, I know I'm co-creating with you and I don't want to co-create bad things. I only want to co-create the things I wish to see in my life. So I'm not going to focus on the bad. I'm not going to try to control the outcome of things that I'm not happy about. I'm just going to let go. I'm going to tell you what I need because we can talk to the universe. We can say, look, I'm not happy with this situation and I need help. I need guidance in a way that's fair. And and you may not get the outcome you expected. You know, like for example, you may be praying that a situation completely changes in one way and it changes, but not in the way that you expected, but it still works out for the best. Like that's what I'm talking about. 
And that can happen. It can totally happen. But you have to surrender. And just talk to your team and say, look, here's what I would like. Here's what I need. But I trust you and I know you know what I need more than I know what I need. And I'm going to trust you. And as hard as that is to say, when you start doing that, amazing things happen. Really, truly. So when those days come, and they will, where you're exhausted emotionally, physically, you just feel like you can't take another step, let go. Just let go. Knowing that the universe is standing there under you with a net, ready to catch you. Just surrender. Give everything to God. And take care of yourself. Because you matter. You're important. And your emotional, mental well-being is important. I wanted to pull a card for you before I, I ended this today. And the card that I pulled from you is from the Teachings of Abraham deck. And it says, to allow well-being, I must be in joy. In the same way, you cannot set your radio tuner to 98.6 and receive the songs playing on 101 FM. You must set your own vibrational tuner to one of well-being. Feelings of love, joy, passion, exhilaration, fun, interest, are indications of your vibrational match to well-being. So I love that because it really is all about what we're in vibrational match to. Are we experiencing joy, which is what the universe wants us to experience? Or are we so stuck on things that are not fair? You know, I could sit and pick apart my life and tell you everything that isn't fair about it. But playing the victim is not fun. And all you do when you do that is feel bad and you call in more of that stuff. So when you start to feel yourself falling into that woe is me and it happens we've all been there simply snap yourself out of it by doing the gratitude five which is naming five things immediately that you're grateful for right now in your life when we have an attitude of gratitude we are in a vibrational match to things that we want to see in our life because when we're grateful for everything we have, the universe says, yes, more of that. So as hard as it is on those days when you're having a tough time, in as much as you can, do what you can to pull yourself out of it. You deserve to be happy, healthy, and joyful at all times. So if you're not... And you know what? I I get it. Sometimes we have to deal with people around us who are, let's face it, assholes. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're listening with your children. I try not to use strong language on here, but they are. There will be people in your life who are awful to deal with. And... It's in those moments that it's even more important for you to not lose sight that the universe has your back. 
The universe is working behind the scenes on your behalf to bring you what's for your highest good. And the universe says that those people are in your life to test your character. They're testing you. Are you going to pass or are you going to fail? And I don't know about you, but I haven't come this far just to come this far. I'm not going to let people whose own character is questionable stop me from what I'm doing. And I'm not going to let them diminish me, steal my power. I'm not going to let any of those things happen. And I know that you're not going to do that either because you are smarter than that. You know that those people are only doing that to you because people want to put out your light. They want to dim your light. And you're not going to let them. No one has the right to steal any of your power. So don't give it up to them. When you feel like you're being tested, let go. Talk to your team and tell them what you need from them because they're here to help you. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. And I hope you take care of yourselves. You know, just take care of yourselves. We deserve to be happy and whole. And you, of all people, deserve to be happy and whole. So please make sure that you're doing that for yourself. If you need anything from me, you can text me, you can call me, you can message me, email me, any way you want to get a hold of me. It's perfectly fine. You can book a session with me. Or if you want to watch my Facebook Live, I had a lot of fun this past week. And a lot of people were on my live, so I appreciate that. A lot of people got readings. So I try to give readings for as many people as show up on those lives. So if you show up and I have time, I will do a reading for you. So make sure that you stop by. And if you are not there for the live, I even do readings for people on the replay. So make sure to let me know you watch the replay. Also, if you subscribe to my website, you will get a free morning and evening meditation. So go do that. And if you would not mind leaving me a review, I would appreciate that so much. I thank all of you who've already done that. I hope you have a beautiful evening and beautiful day. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.